Monday, Monday, and believe it or not, I'm making the best of it. I'm making the best of it because normally on Mondays I'm recording solo because Jesse isn't here with me, but this time I got a replacement for him, and of course he gave me full permission to do so, so why don't I just go ahead and bring him on. I just got my good friend Tanner here with me. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, Tanner? How's everything been going with you? Uh, it's going good. Uh, kind of caught me on a good week. I asked, and you uh, you gave me permission to come. Uh, I mean, usually yeah. I'm busy on Mondays. I have class and homework and all that, but... You just happened to make it work out. Yeah. And that, that's a good thing, you know. And, of course, you know, Jesse always gave me the full permission. He's like, you know what? You're going to have to find somebody to take my spot for the time being. Because he's been picking up a lot of double shifts. And I'm like, man, just don't overwork yourself. Yeah. There's one thing about working hard, but there's no sense in trying to kill yourself by taking so much work. I try not to do the same thing too. But man, sometimes sometimes you got to take that time to put in the extra work to get that money. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that goes. But it's good to bring somebody else on here that knows Jesse and knows myself. We always try to bring whoever we can on here just to share the stories that we possibly all may have had together before. So anyways, Tanner, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell everybody what it is that you do, how you know me, how you know Jesse, and all the stupid bullshit in between. Uh, I mean, I'll start out, I'm, I met you just because, uh, I mean, I met you and Jesse just because, I mean, Jesse's dad is my dad now, more or less. Uh, I grew up with my mom hanging around Steven all the time, and just being around him brought y'all around, and... It just gradually became a bond over all of us in between Jesse and you and Steven and Stevie and all of that. Um, right now, I, I, I mean, I just moved furniture around since I'm in college. Uh, I'm going to college for automotives. Love working on cars. Trying to get me a good old toolbox to work on vehicles any way I can. Oh, yeah. I know how that goes, man. You know, because tools aren't cheap at all. No, they're not. Even when you go for the cheap brands. <laughs> yeah, you even go for like the Harbor Freight brands too. And sometimes they're a little pricey. Well, uh, Harbor Freight has a, a, a competing brand. Most people wouldn't agree with me, but they have a brand. It's called Icon. And I mean, it, it's real. It, it's their competing brand against Snap-on. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I feel like it comp- and competes. But I mean, most people don't because... I know before I was born and uh, a little bit when I was a whole lot younger, when Harbor Freight had first uh, built up enough name to actually get out there, uh, most people get and bashed it, bashed it real bad because all their tools were just piss poor, more or less. Yeah. I mean, I have a good old Pittsburgh set, and I mean, I don't use it all the time just because I've saved up enough money for some gear wrench and all that, but... Yeah, I've had some tools come from Harbor Freight that have actually outlasted some of the big name brands like Craftsman. Oh, yeah. You know, Snap-on. Then you have Matco. You know, I've been quite surprised, you know, to see 
over the years how uh, Harbor Freight will develop tools of their own. And before they actually sell them to the public, they'll rename it a different brand that they actually own. Yeah. And then test it that way with the public. And, and then goes full. Like yeah, see if they like it. If it works out, then they go full blown, you know, production with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, and, and 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 I agree with you too. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. Like Matco Tools is one of the biggest ripoffs along with Snap On. Oh, it really is. I mean, like I love Matco. Don't get me wrong. Like we have some Matco stuff at the school. Like there's this. Uh, I want to say it's about like a, a, a one and a half foot, uh, half in, or three eighths drive. With the swivel head on top, and it's beautiful for breaking bolts. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I've I've caught a couple Matco stuff and Snap On stuff that'll just break after the, a couple uses. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. like we have a, a my my little group in class. We have like literally like a, a row of like six adapters that are all name brand. Wow. And we have a, a a Pittsburgh one that's still that's still alive and we use them just as much. And still in good use too. Yeah, and it's just like a I want to say it's a half inch half inch to three eighths. And all the all the name brands broke. Like Wow. One was the schools and I mean the school didn't mind. I mean it was a mistake. And the school had a Pittsburgh and we had a snap on one from someone and then one of our guy our friends had a craftsman and they all snapped. One guy brought a Pittsburgh one. It, it sure as hell didn't break, <laughs> and it just lasted. Yeah, well, that's weird. And like I said, a lot of like you said, a lot of people bash on it, you know. But some of my tools come from Harbor Freight, you know. And I was like I said, I've been quite surprised how well they actually held up. I mean, I I get Harbor Freight tools, uh, and there's nothing wrong about that either. No, I mean, you know, just because you're getting it cheap, I mean, majority. I'm not gonna say all. Majority of the time, I say all, but it's really majority. Not 90%, maybe even 95%, majority of the tools in Harbor Freight, they all have lifetime warranty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you break them, you bring you them take back. take it back and get a new one. Get a new one. And if you break it again, take it back and you get a new one. Yeah, until and they mean, figure something out. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, nine times out of ten, the from where I've gone is, I've gone to the one in Abilene and a friend's gone to one in Dallas. And he said that, I mean, their customer service is great. Everybody that works there, they're all chill. They, they're like, oh, you broke it? And, uh, I mean, like, yeah, we'll get you a new one. Mm, that's cool. Go to the back and get a new one, and it's perfectly fine, you know? So with you going to college right now, give me more how, so far, how it's been for you. Because a lot of people that have asked me, I actually wanted to go to school for a diesel technician Okay. at TSTC. And I had a chance to do it, but that was when my dad had passed away. And it was two weeks before class registration, so I wasn't able to do it. But a lot of people tell me now, you could still do it. And I say that, too. You know, I could still do it, too, you know. But what I'm doing for a living, you know, is, is really good money. So I don't, I don't want to just leave it just yet. Oh, yeah. But with your experiences now in college, so far, what, what has been, like, the pros and cons? Have there been any major life lessons learned um, so far? I mean, give, give us the rundown of what college life has been for you so far. Well, Due to COVID, I haven't really experienced the full college life, like a whole bunch of, in DSTC since it's a federal, it's a federal school at that point, really. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the uh, inside stuff is closed, like the gym is closed and the cafeteria gotcha. is closed. So we go in to the cafeteria, we get our food in a little styrofoam tray and we get hmm. to, we have to go eat in our dorm. 
recently since, I mean, COVID's been kind of calming down for the most part. All of the campus was open on the outside, so we could go on the basketball court outside and play. Excuse me. And we could all hang out and meet up and just just really just mess around, you know, and have fun and experience outside of college life. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for me, uh, uh, I mean, I was an RA, so uh, I had free housing, which was really nice. But uh, at the same time, I still had to pay for my meal plan. Mm, At that small of a school, they make you pay for a meal plan no matter what. And there's no different meal plan. Wow. And I had, uh, I didn't eat at the school a lot. I mean, I didn't eat eat a lot in general just because I was always busy. So, I mean, nine times out of ten, I'd go to, like, Walmart has, like, a $4 plate, you know, chicken strips. So, I mean, that's a whole lot easier than going to the school. For yeah. me, considering the fact I'm always outside of my dorm. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But, I mean, college is nice. Uh, like you said, people tell you that you can go, and, I mean, yeah, you definitely can. Shit, uh, half of my class, my first semester, were they were all 25 and up. Yeah. Like, I had, uh, like, two of the guys in my friend group, they graduated two years before me. I mean, like. Yeah, it's it's always available for sure, especially at a trade school like that. Yeah, and that's that's the thing I always preach to a lot of people is going to college is good as long as whatever you're going to college is in demand. Yeah. You know, and like I said, when I wanted to go for diesel technician, of course that's gonna be in demand no matter what. Yeah. You if have semi trucks. Technician is gonna be in demand. It, exactly, exactly. And it's kinda like with my job right now, being a crane rigger, you know, it's a skilled trade, you know, you kind of can go somewhere to learn what I do for a living, but it's more of a hands-on. You gotta type get of that thing. experience first. You, have you gotta to get be that experience. around the environment. Exactly. It's kind of like um, like like you said, certain things are always in demand. Well, the things that aren't as in high demand, you gotta be in that environment before you go to the schooling yes. for it. Yes. So, like, if, you, like, this is probably a bad, bad uh, ex- uh, example, but, like, the way I look at it is if you want to be a doctor, you have to be around a doctoring environment. Like, I used to want to be in physical training. And, I mean, my senior year, I tore my, tore my, tore my ACL, if I could speak English, <laughs> tore my ACL in football. So, I was around that, you know, mm. and I learned a lot from it. But financially, when it came to be, I couldn't do that. So I chose my second, I chose my backup plan. Yeah. Like I was always grown up to have. Um, but like you really, when it comes to something that's not in high demand, in my opinion, you need to be around that environment. So when it comes to physical therapy, you need to have a friend's mom that is in it, dad or something. Yeah, have some kind that, of basic understanding of it, in, yeah. uh, in other words. Yeah, and I mean... Uh, like when it comes to bigger schools, you can be one of the, the trainers. Gotcha. Um, but like when it comes to college for me, like, uh, one example, one, one thing that I, that I'd love to just say, no matter what, is I try to tell people all the time is don't be distraught over student loans. Mm -hmm. That is something that gets a bad rep for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like I recently or going into it. I knew I'd had to pull out student loans. And I pull out student loans to pay for tools, to buy me some tools, and for living expenses. Um, but 
I had went recently to get a credit card so I can start building up credit because I'm gradually getting closer to graduating. I need an, uh, I want to get a vehicle of my own in my yeah. own name, name, and I want to buy it from a dealership. Like, yeah, I want to. I want that experience as getting becoming an adult. Yeah, yeah. You want to have the freedom to get whatever it is that you want without having so many restrictions. Exactly. You know? Um, and of course, as a as a mechanic and uh, growing up being a car guy, uh, or just loving the car environment, I want a specific vehicle, which is a 2014-2015 Chevy Camaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't care if it's an SS model or the LS model because, of course, I'm a mechanic. Yeah, you can I'm make becoming a mechanic. Yeah, you're gonna make, make something work. If I don't like the engine in it, I can save up and put a different one in it. And or just, I can just make it a performance base with a V6 in it or a V8. Yeah. It doesn't you matter. you got so many options. Like you said, with you being going to school to be a mechanic, you're going to have so many options to what you want to do with it, how you exactly. want to go about it, you know. And that's, that's exactly what I tell people, you know. That was the one thing I learned in high school growing up. You know, of course, us coming from Rotan, mm-hmm. we didn't have very much option, very many options to choose from as far as jobs went. No, there's no, you know, not a not a wide selection of jobs. And no, and there we, wasn't a wide selection of uh, career planning either. If no, to be there honest. wasn't. There wasn't. The only thing that that, that was really there that would have worked, and and I didn't want to do it was go work at the jet mill. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't want to. Everybody it. gets stuck there, to be honest. And that's it. And me. When I got into working at USG here in Sweetwater, yeah, you know, of course that was that's another gypsum plant, but I did it and I did it for four and a half years, and I was like, you know what, I'm already at the top of where I'm at right now. I mean, you're not, I'm not, you're gonna not get going to get up anywhere now. So then that's when I got the bright idea. You know what, I'm going to get my Class A CDL license. Genius. Did that had so many job offers, but I stuck with an oil field company that was local and just slowly progressed you know the company i really wanted to go work for wasn't going to be able to hire me because i had no previous driving experience i may have had a class a cdl license but it didn't mean that i had the experience to meet their requirements yeah you didn't you didn't have their qualifications yeah just because you're certified doesn't mean you're qualified exactly that was the thing that i learned too and especially in the crane world just because you get your nccco certification to become a crane operator just because you have the certification doesn't mean you're qualified. See, and that's my thing as well. I mean, I'm going for my certification, so going into shops, just because I have my certification doesn't mean I'm qualified. Yeah. But I feel personally that I'm qualified because it's not that I went to school. I felt qualified because I did it before I went to school, too. Yeah. Like, I grew up. I worked at Dexter's. You know, I went, I went over there and learned shit. He gives me hell because my first day, I shit you not, he... You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've walked in there before where it was all messy along the wall. <laughs> Me not wanting to touch yeah. this man's stuff and misplace it or just move it and get yelled at. I didn't move it. I swept around all the lifts, picked up after all the mechanics, which was just Lane and uh, Lloyd Dean. Uh, he walked out after getting back from one of his nin- his ninja moves on leaving the, the shop, and he was all like... Boy, do you know how to sweep? <laughs> and I was like, yeah? And he's all like, no. No, you don't. I'm going to show you. And he dragged me around the whole shop, <laughs> just insisting on me watching him ha- sweep because I did it wrong. And yeah, I was and like, you didn't do it the way how he liked it, but he ex- made you go through 
and watch him how he wanted it done. Exactly. And don't don't get me wrong. I've had that happen to me once at one of my previous jobs. And they're like, do you not know what the hell you're doing? I was like, honestly, I, I sure the hell don't. <laughs> Nobody explained to me what exactly I'm supposed to be doing. They just gave me this and said, okay, do that. I'm like... I gotta, I, I gotta figure out how to do it myself. I guess. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, goddamn it, let me do this. Let me show you that, and let me show you this." And I'm like, "Well, I, I all right, fine. Just, just show, just show me." You yeah, know? like, and but to you know, be honest, for me, it's not, it's that's not a problem. Yeah, like, and they don't always mean to hurt your feelings or anything. It's just they didn't know that 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 you didn't know what to do. Exactly. You, you know, you you had the the certain you had what was needed. But you weren't told what needed to be, to be done. done. Yes, exactly. But uh, back on the the college thing, we kind of veered off, and that's my apologies. Uh, <laughs> that's all good. Uh, growing up, I was always told not to pull out student loans. Like student loans are bad. If you need student loans, I'd pull it out. Because what they don't tell you is that student loans don't harm your credit score in a bad way. Because what, how the, the federal government looks at it when it comes to student loans is that you were trying to better yourself, and you may not have had the money for it, mm-hmm. but you needed the money to better yourself. Yeah. So federal loans, from how I was explained at the bank in Sweetwater, is it doesn't really harm, harm it in a negative way, and it may even affect it in a positive way in certain aspects yeah and that was another thing that i learned at a very young age in high school was i became very financial minded so i started learning from teachers i started learning from other people that i personally knew about finances and then eventually my junior year i ended up uh opening a bank account there in rotan and then uh, i needed a stock trailer for stock shows i needed to get my steers around you know, I got to get them from point A to point B. I don't want to keep relying on somebody else's trailer. Or this school's you know? trailer. Exactly. And, yeah. So I was like, I'd rather have one of my own. So and then that's when I learned. Uh, I took out my first loan, was to buy a stock trailer that I still currently own. It's still in the back of the house at Rotan. And, hey, and, and I'm still pretty have sure it. it still chugs along too. Yeah. And and so I I learned to apply for the loan. My mother was my co-signer and understood how the payments work, the interest. How all of that worked out, and then eventually I got it paid off in six months. Because, of course, all four years of high school for myself, I worked. Yeah. I worked from spring, fall, you know, spring, summer months, fall months, winter months. I worked year-round. So I was able to set that money aside and then start paying big chunks of it and paying bigger chunks of it and stuff like that. Kind of going back to, like, what you were saying about a credit card. You know, having a credit card is a good thing, but it can also be a very very disastrous too yeah if you don't know how to properly take care and maintain your payments yeah if you can maintain your payments as long as you pay on it a certain amount it it'll prosper you in a certain way yes like for me i at least try to pay 25 30 bucks because i try not i mean i try not to overuse it at all but i i mean we're all human we do it every once in a while like, I've used it to get lunch. I've used it to get dinner. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, for the main reason why I got it is just for gas because I was always running low on gas. And that was the one thing, too, man. I was known for that, too. Always being low on gas. So when I got a credit card, it was the same thing, you know. Okay, now i got to learn how to balance this out. Do I really want to use my full limit 
or do I want to use partial of my limit? You know, mm-hmm. how do I want to play this out? And then when I started learning little tricks here and there from other people, I was always told use only twenty percent of your limit. Yeah. So let's just say your limit's a thousand, twenty percent of it. That's two hundred. Yeah. Okay. See, uh, going to the bank, the lady, and of course, I was I was a uh, lucky enough to speak to a mother mm-hmm. and her daughter was in uh her daughter was in college going through the same thing i was more or less and uh she had uh explained to me that she would only recommend using one-fifth of it mm-hmm. which is around i mean it's what 18 18.5 percent some somewhere something like there. that i mean it's around 20 percent you know so i mean if i uh, with a college credit card through uh, the bank I got 500 immediately just with a five, just with a college credit card. And yeah. I mean that's a good amount. Like some some people starting off that aren't a student with a you don't get the student credit card of course. Yeah. Uh you get just a normal credit card and from what I've understood some of them only get like 300 to start off. Wow. And I mean like that that's crazy to me that they'll only start you off at $300 um for a credit that's, card, you that, know. That's pretty good right there. That's pretty good if you can at least get started off with some kind of money. Yeah. You know, and really that's, and that's and that's a thing to be to be grateful for because my first credit card that I had was a Walmart credit card. Hey. And I was and I was approved for $400. Wow. The, right off the bat. So then that's when I started using it. And, and, of course, that credit card, I could only use it in Walmart. Yeah. It wasn't the credit card that you can use anywhere else. But it no, was the one I that mean, you could you use in Walmart. just about everything from man, Walmart. I was, I was, instead of being balling on a budget, man, instead of having to buy ramen noodles all the time, I was actually getting groceries. Yeah, you getting groceries. Yeah. I mean, and for me, it's like... I, I've never looked into that, but I mean, for me, I could actually go get tools because, I mean, yeah. some tools are reliable from Walmart that no one ever realizes. Exactly. See, like when I had a, it was a Capital One credit card and it was their Platinum. And I had it for so long. And this was another life lesson that I learned as well. I ended up canceling that credit card, which is the worst idea ever mm. because it negatively affects your credit history. Yeah, you just keep it activated. Yeah, you just as long don't as ever use it. As long as you keep it active, and I was doing the same thing before too. You know, I was just using it for to fill up a gas tank here and there, get a lunch. You know, use it little by little here and there just to keep it active and keep some kind of credit uh, history and activity on it. And little did I know, if I would, as long as I would have just maintained that, my credit score would have been a hell of a whole lot higher than what it is now. Yeah. And like I said, mean, and then it, after canceling that card, it negatively affected my credit score, and it which literally made you unhappy for sure. It, it it wasn't good at all. It was actually one of the worst decisions I ever made. So if you ever ever think about it, as as long as it's something that you know you're not going to need anymore, and you don't want a credit card, okay, I get it. But for like us, as young as we are, trying to get up to a good credit score like that, it's actually not a good idea. To cancel but it. just no. But just maintain your payments, and if you can make your payments in on time and all that, the thing that I always learned is as long as you pay it within your first ninety days, sixty or ninety days, there's no interest in it. Exactly. And so a lot and a lot of bankers won't tell you that either. No. That's something that you just got to figure out on your own. See, and that's that. For me, I've been asking a lot of questions. Like I've called, called multiple people about how. How financing a vehicle works, you know, because I, yeah. I was never taught that, and I don't want to ask an actual sales rep because mm-hmm. 
they're not gonna they're, they're not, not gonna, gonna give you a straight answer exactly it's like me asking <laughs> it's like me asking a, a banker about a credit card you know they're not gonna tell they're me not gonna all tell you the bits and bits yeah they're only gonna tell me the pros of it yeah so that that's one thing they only want to tell you what you want to hear so you can get into that credit card and they can make their money off of you exactly that, that's all it is that's all it is they don't there's there's a lot of people out there that that are sharks but won't tell you how to survive exactly. doing stuff like that. See, and, and that uh, was stuff that I had to learn the hard way on my own. And me thinking, you know, being financially smart at that time, thinking, you know, I'm, I could get by doing this, I could get by doing that, actually was one of the worst things ever. You know, but yeah, you got to play it smart with how you how you do your finances and how you do certain things. Like I said, in, in your case, you know, it, it's a good thing to have. Just, you know, you're going to have to keep up with your payments and all that stuff. As long as you're working and you're making money and you can set that money aside to pay for your credit credit card, you're not going to be in no harm. Exactly. And and so besides uh, what you got going on for college uh, automotive-wise, was there another trade that you looked into before? Uh, I looked into diesel as well. Uh, I looked into di- diesel technician as well. Um, and... Uh, I mean, I looked in a, a lot. I growing up, I'd wanna, I wanted to learn how to do ferry, uh, ferrying and oh, blacksmithing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I wanted to understand how to maneuver metal without it breaking. Yeah. So yeah. making horseshoes, making little daggers, and yeah, just and all learning, that, learning know. how to learning how to work metal and stuff like that. Exactly. The one thing that I wanted to get into as a secondary was welding and fabrication. Uh, because welding and fabrication was a, was something that I was good at in high school. My freshman year, I'd actually went into uh, I'd gotten to a construction class in Abilene because uh, I'd went to you know a whole family issue. Ended up going to Abilene for two years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I went to Abilene Cooper and I had taken <coughs> construction with uh, and we got taught welding. Well, I had figured out because I had initially wanted to go into welding because my brother-in-law was a welder and he got great money. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I had figured out that uh, from the fumes of the stick weld mm. would, and just it being around the welding conditions, it would give me migraines. Mm-hmm. So for just about a whole month straight, I'd have about a migraine all mm, week. Man, that's being no in foot, um, being with football practice and weight lifting and all Ugh. that, and then having to go into the shop with all that. So I soon realized, sadly, that I couldn't I couldn't go into welding. Mm, man. And I mean, I don't know if it's changed or not. If it still gives me a migraine, because I want to learn how to weld. I want to learn how to do uh, body work and framework because that's in high demand all the time as well. <coughs> oh yeah. Frame, framework is one of the hardest things to do, but I'd love to do framework. Yeah. I had I had so many, like, let me put it to you this way. From junior high, late junior high, all the way up into high school until I graduated, my career path changed so many times. Like, I wanted to do carpentry. That was one thing I wanted to do. See, I'd looked into the carpentry, too. See, I mean, like, you're saying this, and it's like, man, me and you thought of the same thing growing up, you know? Because, I mean, me and you grew up in the same place. We grew up around the same environments. We had to learn how to adapt and use our hands, really. <coughs> like, we had, we had to learn how to do hard work to, to make, make... We had to make do with what we had. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So, like, uh, like you said, we had, you would, you'd want to do carpentry. See, I wanted to... 
I wanted to do that too growing up. Because, I mean, who doesn't want to learn how to, I mean, some people won't. But, I mean, like, growing up in a small town, it's like, who doesn't want to learn how to do handiwork? Mm-hmm. Like, for that, for us, that's not, oh, we don't want to learn that because, oh, we don't want to get our hands dirty. It's, we're used to getting our hands dirty, so we feel like we can qualify yeah. good enough to do that work. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it same thing applies with, like, diesel mechanics and welding. And then, I mean, I'm pretty sure you thought about the whole automotive thing, too. Yeah. Like, it, it's just... The fact that we were raised in such the same place, you can you can see how we how we kind of think alike, and I mean I I completely agree when you say that your career path changed. I mean, uh, for a while since I was in the football scene, I wanted to become a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean I'm pretty sure the same thing goes for you because uh, you played football, right? Oh yeah, I played football. Yeah. I did a lot of things in sports, and, exactly. but unfortunately, I got injured a lot too. And so did I. <laughs> But, I mean, like, you can see how that reflects upon just about how how young we were in the same area we were. It's not like we were raised in a big town where we were all raised really different, you know? Yeah. We were raised basically the same, more or less. Yeah, I wanted to do carpentry, and then I wanted to get in. Then, then that completely changed. My mindset changed on that. And then I wanted to do electrical. I wanted to, you know, learn uh, electrical as far as like houses, industrial stuff like that. And then that changed. And then for some odd reason, I had a wild hair, and I wanted to be a plumber. I was like, uh, I don't know about that. And I started looking into that a lot more. I was like, no, you know what? I don't think I want to do that. You're looking into, to, I'm willing to bet you watched the, what was the, the world's most disgusting is jobs yeah, or stuff, whatever. Yeah, stuff like that. And I was like, man, you know what? I don't, <laughs> I don't think I don't. be wa- walking in knee deep and yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be walking knee deep and shit. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. So then I started working uh, for cotton farmers and then being around a lot of John Deere equipment uh, a lot of yeah, heavy... just right around the corner, leaving, leaving Rotan, you know. Yeah, and and the thing was too, you know, that's what got me into it was, you know, I was like, you know what, I like working on heavy equipment, I like operating heavy equipment, and I could kind of figure out, okay, this, I think this is what's wrong with it when it comes to troubleshooting or whatever, you know, diagnosing the engine problem. Precisely. And that's when I was like, you know what, I think I can get a hang of this. And so, I mean, you got you got the body for it. You yeah. Know? And so then the thing was, you know, I was like, okay, well, let me see if if diesel mechanics is is the thing for me. And I kind of looked into automotive technician as well, you know. And I was like, you know, I like that, but I think diesel mechanics, diesel technician was going to be a better choice. And so I did more research, looked into other uh, colleges and universities, and then uh, I ended up doing a job shadow at TSTC for diesel technician. And then, sure enough, that was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. And little did I know, too, I was also trying to get in with John Deere. Of course, we got John Deere and Rotan. And mm-hmm. this was when I was trying to get in with uh, their diesel tech program. With uh, they actually have Moffitt, a di- right? Um, was that before he was there? That, that was before. That okay. was before. Um, but uh, they have a diesel tech program in Corsicana, Texas. Oh, really? And it's at the Navarro College with John Deere. I did not know that. And that was the one thing I didn't know either. I didn't know about that, and the guy that was the manager, his name was Terry, and I kept forgetting his last name, but uh, he's no longer the manager. He retired, all that good stuff, 
But anyways, um, and he was telling me, he's like, if that's a if that's a way that you're wanting to go, he was like, we do have a diesel tech program at Navarro College. He was like, would you be interested in something like that? Is he, you know what? I'm, I'm going to look into it. So we talked about it more, and we kept talking and talking and doing more research, you know, here and there. And I was like, you know what? I think I might do that. If, if TSTC doesn't work out for me, you know what? I'll just pull the trigger on this. But, you know, like I said, unfortunately, you know, life will also affect those things as well. You know, literally kick you right in the ass and say no. And unfortunately, that was when my dad had passed away. So I just put all things aside and I was like, you know what? Let me just get a job for now and let me get my life back on track. Yeah, you you had to you had to go from basically being able to I don't want to say rely on someone because, I mean, you wouldn't have relied on him. You just would have, you just, it's not as affecting when they're there. Because, I mean, we, we both we both know the, the trouble is a loss. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it being so close to that, I can, anyone that really understands how you felt or just understands the feeling of loss would understand that going into something that, like, would throw you, would turn your feet from being on the ground to in the air like that after losing someone that close yeah it it's it's kind of it's a panic moment really so it it really is so choosing to go to work would be a safer bet and honestly i mean you've prospered from it it's it's been one of those where you got to learn to pull through you got to get your head back on your shoulder and you got to do what's best for you. You know, unfortunately, that was the thing that I had to learn, you know. And then the same thing in 2019 when my mother passed away, you know, I had to get my life back on track because she was the same way, too. She was like, after I'm long gone, you're going to have to continue your life. Yeah. And you I got, mean, that, got, that, you, was, that was hard for sure because, I mean, I was in high school and I was getting to know you, so I knew... I knew it affected your daily life more or less, yeah. and then I knew it affected your sister's daily life because I mean I saw her on a daily basis, yeah. literally. Yeah. So and that, mean, and that was the thing too, you know. And and like I said, life changed so many things that I wanted to do in life. Like I said, my dad passed away, and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna put college off to the side for right now. You know, right now it's not a good thing to get into. Yeah, for me, it wasn't at that time. So many things happened after that. Life went on, and then I get to where I'm at right now in life with my job and my career, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was just a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it, I mean... Because everything seems to be working out for me. Everything has been going really good, and I'm like, you know what? I don't really have any reason to leave what I got right now. No, I mean, because what? You can you can still work your way up in the company oh, yeah. you work at right now. Exactly, so, I mean, like, yeah. Like, for me, I mean, I had... I think my my knee, like I've been, like you said, the blessing in disguise. I think me tearing my knee was a blessing in disguise. Because from, let's see, I graduated in 2020. So from 2017 all the way to 2020, I was having knee problems. Mm. My I kept getting shin splints real bad. I kept getting tendonitis in my knee, which I, I would, like, if you ever ask my mom about it, it'd get to the point, like during basketball and all that, where I'd come home in tears from pain. But I didn't want to stop me. I didn't want that to stop me because, of course, sports was my only drive. Yeah. I I had grown up telling my grandmother, my great-grandmother, which had passed away my junior year, 
that I was going to play sports in college. And I had grown up, and I had grown up getting watched by my grandfather that had passed away my freshman year, uh, that I was going to play sports in college. Well, so of course I pushed my body, and it finally broke. And which it was, it was truly. I I went through a real bad depression phase. I didn't want anyone to be around me. I locked myself away. Uh, I even I dropped my. I lost all my good grades. I was like ranked ten in the class by graduation, and I was like ranked six or seven, which I mean, Rotan, that's pretty good, you know. Like, uh, I mean, Rotan has like twenty something kids in their graduating <laughs> class nine times out of ten. Yeah, so, nine I mean, times out of ten is a small class. Me being me being almost twenty five percent top fifty, you know, it's like that's really good, and uh, I just let my grades drop and. That's what led me to TSTC because, for one, I don't like my basics. I don't like I don't want to take basics to to do what I want to do. You know, it's yeah. like kind of like you 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 didn't want to to or you wanted to go to college, but something happened, so you went to work. I want to go to work after getting out of college, but I don't want to take the stupid classes, in my opinion, to get to work. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So with with you doing Jesse and myself. And you've been tuning into the podcast, and you've been seeing a lot of dumb shit that we have done over the years. <laughs> oh, trust me. And be- and believe me, there's a lot more to come. Oh yeah. What what have been your thoughts so far about uh, Jesse becoming a dad? Oh, I, I mean, n- you haven't even heard the story on how he told me. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start from square one on that one. Okay, so. It's about, I want to say it's about 11 o'clock at night. I just picked up my girl, or me and my girlfriend just left her work, and we were going to get Whataburger to eat, because uh-huh. Whataburger is the only thing in Sweetwater that stays open that late. Yeah. Well, we were pulling up right in front of the Sweetwater uh, Junior High. So <laughs> we just passed the pawn shop and all that. Yeah. And I had saw Jesse, and I had sped up, of course, being stupid and young. I sped up. <laughs> And I pulled up beside him, knowing damn well that the red light was going to stop him. So, I mean, I didn't need to speed up. But I pulled up, and, of course, the white truck right now doesn't have AC because I haven't been able to fix it because we don't have the compressor for it. Um, so the windows are down, and we're talking or whatever. And as soon as the light, like right before the light turns green, he's like, Hey, you want to know something? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a dad and fucking floors it. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sitting there holding the clutch and the brake because, you know, Blackie, Blackie's yeah. a standard. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, did he just say what I think he said? Did, like, did I just really hear that? Yeah. And my girlfriend's all like, what? Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And I was like. I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> like, hang on a second. What just happened? Like, wait a minute. Like, that like, that's not known for Jesse to be doing for that. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I spent like a good 30 seconds at this green light. Stopped. So, I start going. And, I mean, he disappeared. Like, I couldn't ask <laughs> any questions at all. And, uh, I mean, personally, I think it's great. Like, cause I mean, what you got Brittany that has her two kids, uh-huh. and you got you Stevie. got Stevie with all with his boys and his and two dollars, his his two boys and his two daughters now. And, and now Jesse I mean, joining the mix, yeah. Now. And I mean, of course, I got my sister, my my blood sister Brittany with a kid, a son, mm-hmm. and then my my brother with his three kids. You know, I mean, like it's amazing that he finally that he has his own kid and he he's 
I, I guess he's hitting the point to settle down, you know. <laughs> and that and that was the thing that he always he and I always joked about was like one of us is gonna be the one of us is gonna be the first one to say, "Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna be a dad." Yeah. And he always kept putting it on me. I, I, I would have put it on him. I ain't even going to lie. <laughs> he kept putting it on me all the time. And I was like, you know what? I don't know, Jesse. I was like, I, I, whatever. For me, for me, I mean, looking at it on an outside perspective, because, I mean, y'all are a whole lot closer than I am to either of y'all. <laughs> I, for me, from an out, uh, uh, outside perspective, really, uh, I, I would say Jesse. Just because, I mean... <laughs> For me, I never, I never see you around. You're always traveling, you know. I mean, you don't have time. Like I hate to say that, but you really just yeah, don't have time I to really don't to stop and mate, really. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the funny thing was though, before my mother passed away, she would always tell me, "Are you sure there's that you don't have any kids that you don't know of?" Oh, shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> my mother. Yes, believe That's it or not. Great. <laughs> believe it or not, my mother would give me shit about that. You you would have had to have been around my mother enough to understand how sarcastic she was. Oh, Alana Alana could tell you a lot of the stories about her working with my mother. Yeah, and how she would yell at Linda and even their own boss, and she would get onto my sisters about doing dumb shit and all that. Like, you, you had to have been around my mother to understand, like, what she would tell you. You sure you don't have any kids that you don't know of because you travel so much for work? Like, Mom, do you really think I'm that big of a hoe? <laughs> she was like, well, I don't know. Are you? I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those. But no, like, myself, you know, when Jesse told me that, I was like, well, you know what? Congratulations. You beat me to something. You know, and I wasn't being an asshole to him about it or anything. He just looked at me like, really? Oh, that's fucking great. Because, <laughs> I mean, I can just, I mean, like you said, you said that your mother had a sarcasm attitude. So, I mean, that has to transfer to you some sort of way. Yeah, that's kind of so, where I get my smart ass from. So, you saying that is just perfect. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I, I congratulated him and Elizabeth. I was like, you know what? Congratulations to you, too. said, I'm sure you're you're really excited about this. I was like, honestly, I was like, for me, I was like, I'm ex- actually excited about this just to see how this is going to work out. I was like, because I'm always around Jesse, you know. Yeah. And he's always around me. So I'm like, you know, this is going to be interesting to see how this works out. Yeah. I was I like, mean, I'm going to be tagging around a lot. So this this will be interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I could agree on that one. And to be <laughs> honest, I have high expectations for him because, I mean, he's made a lot of mistakes. And me and you both know that. Oh, yeah. And I mean, we, we all have, too. Yeah, we all have. I mean, I'm not innocent. You're not innocent or anything like that. But, I mean, he's he's made a lot of mistakes that have made him a whole lot more mature than what he used to be, you yeah, know? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, like, the whole car situation with the focus, which wasn't oh even his spot. God. Yeah, his I fault. know. And then, I mean, the whole the hoopty. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he's made a lot of those those decisions that I feel like he's learned from. So I think I think that well, like those may not be directly father experiences, you know, but I mean but I feel just like good life lessons. Exactly. That he could that he could use in a situation of having a child. Yeah. And I know, mean like I said, I just I just have high expectations for him and, and we hope that, you know, he, he gets there, you know, and that's and that's what I, I wish for him too is the best most of the luck, you know, he can get. Exactly. I told him I was like, you know, I don't have kids of my own, but my girlfriend and her three kids the funny thing is, you know, I brought them in, and they like me more than her. 
Those kids, I've seen that. Yeah, those kids, anytime that I got something going on, they're like, hey, can we go with you so we can get out of our mom's hair? Like, really? I'm like, you really want to go with me? I'm like, yeah. Like, can we go? I'm like, sure. Yeah, come hop on. in the truck. Climb sure, up in. Come on. <laughs> you know, and then, and then the other thing, too, you know, I have nine nieces and three nephews. Yep, I've you heard know? I've heard that number by by your sister Vicky and a whole bunch. And then then you go back a couple weeks ago. Then we just had my oldest niece's uh, baby shower. Oh really? She's twenty one and she's about to have her first child. And I'm thirty two years old and I don't even have a kid of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a newsflash, hey man. Uh, and uh, so and uh, you know and I told my niece you know congratulations you know. We're really excited. This is going to be my first great nephew. You know, I was like, we're all excited about it. You know, my niece, she grew up with me like a little sister, and we fought a lot. There were times she hated me, and I hated her. Fair enough. You know, but as she progressively grown up and now to where she's an adult, now she's about to have her own child, you know, she looked at me, and she was like, I thought you were going to be upset at me. I was like. No, I was like, why am I going to be upset at you? I said, you're an adult now. You know, I was like, why why do I need? I was like, why do I got to get mad about you about it? You know, and I'm just going to congratulate you and your boyfriend, and you know, I wish you two the best of luck. Yeah, for real. And and it's the same thing with Jesse. You know, I wish him and Elizabeth as much luck as they can get because they got a child coming on, and Jesse's probably going to be going bald. He's going to look like Stephen. I, I mean, I, I, I guarantee you, he's gonna end up looking like Steven completely. I mean, he's bald. Al- he's already got the hair is already disappearing. If yeah, we're gonna be got, honest, he's got that receding hairline already. Yeah, he's already got <laughs> he's already got the Michael Jordan going on. <laughs> but you know what, man this this was a good start right there. You know, we got man, we're already in it a good while already. Mm-hmm. But. It's good to have you on here. You know, like I said, we always try to bring as many people as we can. You know, we haven't had the best of luck bringing on special guests and stuff like that. Man, but I, it, get, it's, I get it, the honorary special guest? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, for probably for the time being, you're probably going to be temporarily Jesse's spot. I'm okay with that. And, and like I, I, said, enjoy, I enjoy this environment. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, and so like I said, when, we know Jesse's going to be working his ass off a lot. So, who knows? You probably might be sticking around for a good while. Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get the hell out of here. Monday still has to continue one way or another. But before we go, got to give a big shout out to our friends at Tequila's Nightclub, Tequila Girls. Someday, eventually, we'll get we'll get over there. Uh, Jesse and I keep talking about it. It's a nightclub that we've been to a few times. And we've had a lot of fun over there. Oh, yeah, and so the other thing is, too, he's got a birthday coming up in September. He does. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe we'll get to take him out. We'll have to ask Elizabeth for permission. Yeah, so... We'll take I mean, him out for his birthday maybe, or something. Maybe she'll need us to take him. <laughs> yeah, get him away from her for a minute. Yeah. So big shout-out to Tequila's Nightclub, Tequila Girls, also Baja Land and Cattle. Don't forget that they do have $20 raffle tickets that they are raffling off. And I'll get into I'll get into more detail about that in the next episode, because you don't want to miss out on that. They have some of the best tasting beef that you'll buy. Walmart, H E B, none of that can compare. Hey man, I know I know how to I know how to do a good uh, good burger. If you, you ever go watch uh, watch YouTube, just look up uh, Gordon Ramsay. I promise. Oh yeah, Gordon Ramsay. I, I've I've learned. Pr- plenty of recipes <laughs> from him and i can make a mean burger now that's that's the man right there 
But we got to get the hell out of here. Monday has got to continue one way without us. However, it's got to go. It's just Monday, man. There's no way around it. Yep. There's no way around it. But anyways, we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Add it up.